What's up, family? It's your boy D. Gray back again. I'm doing this thing. Listen, uh, has some more stuff on my spirit. I thought I'd bring this up again. Um, not again, but it's the same type of problem that that we've been dealing with for <laughs> since the beginning of time. Um, I was looking at the, some of the things that've been happening over the last couple of weeks. Um, we can start with these guys that got um, convicted a few months ago for the Ahmad Aubrey uh, assassination, murder, uh, ambush, whatever you want to call it. Um, those three guys, those three guys that were actually um, convicted. Uh, in the in the in the trial a few months ago, um, those three men were actually convicted in federal court this time. Um, so for those who are not paying attention, uh, there was a, a an Ahmad Aubrey was a jogger down in Brunswick, Georgia. Um, according to uh, the videos and overwhelming evidence. Um, Three men were convicted of killing him, chasing him down and killing him, of course. And it was all the the murder itself was caught on video. So they were they went to trial and they were subsequently given life sentences of Travis McMichael, his father, Gregory McMichael and William Roddy Bryant. They were found guilty of attempted kidnapping Uh, and murder Um, they were given life sentences but they were also charged with federal hate crimes and so what what was found is that in their social media posts and some of the things that they were communicating with other people they were found to have committed uh, federal hate crimes as well on the same charges not much is going to change for these these goofballs other than the fact that they're going to end up I mean, they're going to die. They're going to rot in prison, of course. So there was some some justice that was given in that regard. However, however, people have to understand that the Justice Department were going to give these men uh, plea deals rather than convict them on federal charges. So the family fought for it, fought for it. And so now they are doubly convicted uh, in the state of Georgia and has, and federally as well, so they they'll they'll never have another free day uh, in prison. They'll, they'll they will likely die in prison. So that's that's the one good thing. But one thing we have to understand is that you have a government that's always trying to diminish the responsibility of people who who are who do these types of things. Okay, we we have to understand that. That the government, unless they're enticed to do so, because if you if you remember, prior to them being convicted in the state of Georgia, they had a, a an attorney, a district attorney that was involved, the female type, I forgot her name, that that was not going to bring them to to trial, that was not going to charge them. Remember, remember that they're looking at her for ethics violations, uh, and they didn't this this. The video didn't even get released until later, months, months to a year later. 
So they sat around thinking that they had gotten away with, with murder. And somebody leaked that video out. And of course, those guys got, you know, by God's grace, they got convicted and sentenced. But here's the, here's what people don't, don't realize is it's not a guarantee that when these, when people do this, look at Trayvon Martin, look at Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was killed and his killer still walking around signing Skittles bags and whatnot. We got we got to understand what we're dealing with here because they're not looking to criminally deal with uh, uh, racist, bigoted, white supremacist murderers. They're not trying to do that. That's how much this country hates us. That's how much this country hates black people. They're, they're not looking for they're looking for any reason to justify whatever violence, whether that be verbally whether that be uh, with with their with trying to assassinate their characters, trying to assassinate our character in any way they any way they can, or to literally lynch us and kill us, and they can do it proverbially and they can do it literally, and the government's not looking to to show justice in any way, shape, or form. They're not trying to do that, but sometimes they're forced to do it, which takes me to. This this thing that happened up in Michigan with uh, Dante Wright. Dante Wright, it was a young guy. They caught this on video as well. He was stopped for expired tags and a and an air freshener hanging in his wind in his rearview mirror. Uh, he was shot by Officer Kim Potter when she said she accidentally grabbed her taser and shot this young man. Now, he died, of course. She went to trial, and just recently, she was sentenced to two years in prison when the sentencing guidelines for the state literally called for six to eight years. However, the judge in in these cases has discretion, right? Those are only guidelines to six to eight years. The judge has discretion. So Kim Potter was only given two years and with good behavior and classes and whatever, she can be out in in 14 months, 14 months for killing somebody unnecessarily. You have people that'll go to prison for longer for for accidentally voting when they're not supposed to vote. You got people going to jail for tax evasion longer than that. She takes this young man's life as an accident and she gets, what? Two years? And the guidelines are six to eight years. Because all she has to say, it was an accident. It was an accident. I didn't didn't mean to kill him. I didn't mean to harm him. First of all, what is a taser for? A taser is to harm somebody into complying. So you mean to tell me with all those years of experience, you didn't know that you didn't that, that you had the wrong weapon in your hand? You don't people go to prison for negligent homicide. Longer. You were negligent in your duties, you cost a life and you only get 14 months. Pretty much that's all she's getting is 14 months. 
This is this this is a travesty. And not only in this particular case is it a travesty, you have this judge, Judge Chu, who literally sat on the bench and cried for Kim Potter. The officer that killed this young man, she cried and said, we should walk in their shoes, walk in her shoes to, see, to, to empathize on how she felt. She was gaslighting us with a quote from Barack Obama. This is something that white people do that, that bothers me. Racist white people do. They'll start to quote Martin Luther King like he's the king of Negroes. They'll start to quote Martin Luther King when they want to justify some things or diminish what they've done to us. Now she wants to, to, to quote Barack Obama. And we all know that Barack Obama didn't do anything for black people either. When he said that, he wasn't talking about black people. He didn't do anything for black people either. He's just as worthless as the rest of them. He didn't do anything for black people. But you're going to quote Barack Obama to what, minimize what that lady did? She should have, she should spend at least eight to 10 years in prison for not knowing her job. And, and her job was to protect and preserve life. Because I don't believe in my, in my, in my little brain that you can't convince me that, that she didn't know that she had grabbed her actual service pistol. You can't tell me that. Because I know how I know how these people work. I'll just shoot this Negro and then I'll tell you it was an accident. And this judge, Judge Chu, cried tears for the for the for the killer, not for the family that lost a son, but for the killer. This is how America feels about us. This is how America feels about us so-called African-Americans. This is one thing that we have to understand that, that this country, I don't give, I don't care with their symbolic gestures with, with, uh, uh, who did they, uh, put on the, on a, on a coin, um, the Nobel laureate, the poet laureate they put on there, Maya Angelou. These symbolic gestures that they give us, uh, they think because they elected Barack Obama, that Barack Obama was reparations for us, that that we shouldn't be thinking about anything else other than the fact that they gave us, they gave us Barack Obama. You have a black person on the Supreme Court. They're about to put a black female on the Supreme Court, like that's going to make a damn difference because they're not going to put uh, a brother, a sister out there on, on the Supreme Court that's going to be looking out for the oppressed in this country. They're not going to be doing that. They're going to look to find a black person that thinks the way they do, just like they did with Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas is a is a is a sellout, and they're going to find another sellout, whether that be a black woman or whoever, who's going to think like they do. All these symbolic gestures that they're doing that black people should be happy about, but they're kicking out money. They're going to they're going to start kicking out money to Ukrainians. They've already kicked out hundreds of millions of dollars to Afghani refugees that 
that don't care about black people. Ukrainians don't care about black people. Afghan refugees don't care about black people. They've kicked out millions and millions of dollars to to the lifestyle crew. As far as the LGBTQ community, they've kicked out billions of dollars for to, to stop Asian hate, which really isn't a thing. Because they were trying to put that off on black people, that black people out here committing hate crimes, which is asinine. They've kicked out all this money and all these things toward all these special interest groups and not and only giving black and they're only giving black people symbolic, symbolic gestures. We should be happy about that, I guess, huh? While in the meantime, I'm watching video upon video of black people being harassed and killed and, and molested and, and murdered. And it's, it's the most ridiculous thing. And the thing about it is in the last four to six years, the people have become more emboldened to use racial slurs at black people. Now, now all of these, these white supremacists have popped their heads up and they're talking trash to us every day. Not to mention the, the character assassination that everybody else goes through when it comes to uh, people dealing with black folks. It's, it's the most amazing thing I'm watching. And the thing about it is, I don't even understand why we're, we're not. This is not surprising. None of this should be surprising to anyone. So this message actually goes out to, to those who, who think, who want to say that this country is still not a is not a racist country. There's still people out there that are actually get coming online, getting on television, putting out podcasts to say that America is not a racist country. That's it's you're you are mentally challenged and purposely unaware and purposefully ignorant if you think otherwise. It's the most amazing thing. But one thing that I will say as a Hebrew Israelite, I will tell you that there will be justice. There will be justice. If if people really believe that there is a God in the scriptures, and if you really believe that you can low-key hate on black people, whether that be vicariously so or directly and literally so. Do if you really but if you really think that the that the God of the scriptures is gonna allow you to, to live or be saved, you're crazy. You're absolutely bonkers. You have no clue. The Bible is about. The Bible is about justice. The Bible is about justice. If you think because you haven't called a black person uh, a nigger to their face, and if you think that you can somewhat hate you, there's only a couple of black people I hate, but the rest of them, you know, I like. If you think that that's a thing, if you think because you're not super racist or whatever it is, the Bible says you have to, you literally have to pay for the, for for what your ancestors have done. It said, prepare a slaughter for the children 
of these people who committed iniquities against the children of Israel. The Bible says you have to pay for that. Well, I've never had slaves, but but somewhere in your lineage, you probably that you you either you either advocated your ancestors advocated for slavery or they had slaves. And the most high says you have to pay for that. What that looks like, I'm not sure. But every one of these people who are trying not to convict these people, who are delaying conviction of these people, who are low-key supporting these people, who've done bad things, awful things, heinous things, genocidal things to the African-American people and have not paid amends, you have to pay for that according to the scriptures. You have to pay for that. You're going to have to recognize that. So the only thing that I can tell people in any way, shape or form is that if you're living in, in, in this life, in, in this day and time, in this, in this lifetime, uh, you, you, you better you, you better watch how you deal with us. You need to watch how you deal with us. Because you're going to be judged for it. And swear and, and pray to the most high God. That he takes mercy on you based on how you're acting today with the knowledge you have today. Consider this the grace that God has given you, the grace period he's given you to know what you know and to change your behavior as it is today. And maybe the Bible doesn't support it, but maybe he'll have mercy upon who he wants to have mercy. The Bible, the God of the Bible says, I will have mercy on who I want to have mercy on. So you better hope that 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 you're one of them. Because this all really hinges on how the children, the children, the actual children of Israel are being treated. The actual children of Israel. And I'm going to say it with more emphasis. The actual children of Israel. And if you do some deeper scholarship, you'll really figure out who that is. Or if you don't know. Hit me up at, you know, OriginalManConcepts.com. So anyway, I wanted to put that out. And um, let me calm down a little bit because I get a little riled up sometimes. But hey, uh, everyone, hopefully get your minds right, get your, get your spirits right, and we'll talk later. Come on.